Good morning and welcome back everyone. It is Wednesday, November 4th. I'm your host Simran Sandhu and I'm excited to have you join us on today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by F5 Media. everyone, the votes are in, but not entirely. Election night ended yesterday as most people had suspected it would. Many key states have not counted all of their votes just yet due to an overflow of mail-in ballots and early voting. As of 6.30 a.m. Eastern, the candidates stand with Biden in the lead at 238 to Trump's 213 electoral votes. Many swing states were running down to the needle, with Georgia and Michigan being an exceptionally close call. Both candidates said late last night that they are feeling good about the results. Trump specifically tweeted that, quote, we are up big, but they are trying to steal the election. Votes cannot be casted after the polls are closed. Some notable turnaround states last night were Minnesota and Arizona, which went in favor of Biden, while states like Florida and Texas went for President Trump. As for the next few days, you should expect to see many states finish their counts, and hopefully we will have a clear winner. As for our second story today, the video communications company Zoom has seen a massive increase in business this year as thousands of companies, organizations, and universities rely on their services to function. In recent months, the company has also dealt with the difficult challenge of policing its content, one faced by so many other online platforms. Zoom has been under public criticism for some of its most controversial decisions to block meetings that were politically motivated. For example, in June, the Chinese government requested that the company block the accounts of activists holding a video conference that included clips from the 1989 Tiananmen Square Massacre. Zoom not only took action against the accounts from China, but also the accounts from other countries, arguing that they were simply trying to comply with the Chinese law. Zoom COO Aparna Baba reassured users and said that the company's goals are to, quote, balance both obligations in local jurisdictions and their own principles for the free and open exchange of ideas. Moving forward, the company also noted that they will try to be more careful in how they moderate content. As for our third story, many security camera manufacturers have taken issue with the U.S. government's relaxed regulations on temperature-detecting cameras and have requested that they take a more rigid approach when it comes to enforcement. When COVID-19 was first hitting the nation in the spring of this year, the FDA was afraid that temperature screening equipment would face a shortage. To combat this, the FDA eased up on the restrictions normally put in place for those products. The administration also allowed production for a number of different thermal devices that had not yet received approval. Unfortunately, this allowed for many inexperienced manufacturers to make temperature checking devices with low-cost materials from China. As a result, the Security Industry Association, among many others, have sent complaints to the FDA to tighten their restrictions, arguing that these cheap devices are prone to inaccuracy. The FDA has not responded yet, but acknowledged that they had received the SIA's letter. Now for our next story, let's make a quick transition over to the Fox Corporation, which is one of America's most popular entertainment and news companies. The company's revenue for Q3 increased by 1.9% to roughly $2.7 billion, with a profit margin of 40.7%. In some divisions of the company, such as the Fox Broadcast Network, there was a decrease in ad revenue, but that is attributed not to the network's performance, but to more conservative spending by businesses during the pandemic. Moving forward, the company is ahead of 
of all other cable news channels and ratings, but expects there to be a decline in viewership post-election season. Now for our final story this morning, the Wall Street Journal reported that Comcast and Walmart are in talks to develop and distribute a series of smart TVs. The possible deal would include a third-party manufacturer that would most likely produce the TVs, and then Walmart would advertise the televisions as having Comcast software. The long-term goal of this plan is to get Comcast out of a region-specific market and be able to reach customers nationwide. As the Wall Street Journal pointed out, Comcast's success in this plan is uncertain as they're joining the streaming service battle much later than companies such as Amazon and Apple, who already have a strong hold on the market. Anyways, folks, that wraps up today's episode. As always, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Thursday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. 